Now we'll do the shir of the second day of Shana. Beis, Vahagam. Now notice the way the Fidik Rebbe divided up these shiurim is a really weird thing. The shir of Beis and shir of Hay look like they finish at the same point, but they don't. The shir of Beis starts with the word Vahagam, and the shir of Hay starts with the word Vyesh. The difference is whether the Vyesh Miyayin, Nikir Blashnakedish, is part of the beginning of the Yasnakedish or is part of later. And, and of course, a ma'ayin and a chokham, what was the Rebbe Ayatzis Kavona? When in the first day Rosh Hashanah he puts Yesh Mi'ayin with the beginning, and on Hei Tishrei he puts it with later. But now we're going to learn the Shia of the second day. So again, what do we have? We have two concepts. We have Ilav Yol and Yesh Mi'ayin. Ilav Yol can create Ruchnius and Ruchnius. And in Atzilus you have Ilav Yol. Hishtash, the Sfirah, the Sfirah, the Atzman, they're all Alakus, so a higher Sfirah and a lower Sfirah, it's all Ilav Yol. And in Biyah you have Ilav Yol, but you cannot create Yeshus, Kashmir. Yeshus, Yesh Mi'ayin happens through a unique process, which is called for one aspect. Not that this is a perpetual state, but when you get to Yesh Mi'ayin. So the Rebbe asks a question. And even though, that the truth is, that the physical creation is not a Yesh at all. What does Yeshus mean? Yeshus means I'm independent, I have no Matthias. Says the Rebbe, but your Yeshus, your sense of independence is false. I feel like I'm a Matthias Bifniyat. The physical universe denies a creator by the Abish's design. But it's a lie. It's not really true. The truth of the matter is everything is bottled Hashem. The fact that this world is perceived as independent. Is nothing compared to the Abishta. Or as Hasidus would say it, we're still one with Ain't like before we creation. In other words, the world is totally nullified in its form relative to the power and the light which is flowing into it. From the vessels of the ten spheres of Atzilus B. Yazir Nasir. Because the Kav, which is actually Ain't Sof, even though it has a Baila and a Mata, shines into the creations. Like the light of the sun of the sun. Because Kav goes on the Pashas the Dvaravaya. The Altrebe says in Tanya Perik Zayin, the Timtum Shakib Shutting, we're swimming in a sea of Ain Saf, which is even higher than the Kav. The Altrebe, for some reason, here mentions the Kav, but the bottom line is the fact that this world looks to me and due to be a Yesh, it's, a, it's a false. We have independence, we have no existence. Our existence is the Ebishtir, who first of all makes us every second nothing into something. Second of all, Havayol Akim, so the symptom the Helam is not a real Helam. And third of all, about Simpson Akim Shutta, we're one and ain't self mamish. So the Yeshus is a lie. So what do you mean Yeshmayayin? So it's propaganda. So the Abba answers, you're right. But, Hainu Kameidavka. To Hashem, the world doesn't exist. If we knew what God knows, we'd see that there's no Yeshmayayin. In other words, Yeshman is really a lie. We're not independent from Hashem, but we're one with Hashem. But this idea that one with Hashem is Hashem knows us in the top down. However, be it as we know ourselves, as we perceive ourselves. Hayesh Aniva, the created Yesh, who Dava Nifred Lagamri is something which is totally separate. Uh in the knowledge and understanding that we have of ourselves from below. In other words, we see ourselves as real. Hashem sees us as alukus. Now, of course, you know and I know God is right and we are wrong. But our wrong permits us to perceive us as yesh. Where does this false yeshus of our own self-perception come from? 
And the answer is, to our perception. Because the energy which flows to us, we don't understand it at all. There's no relationship whatsoever between the light of Hashem that creates us and the creation itself. There's nothing like it, nothing of its type, not even a portion of it. When you talk about the Ruchnius, so you talk about a soul of an animal and Malach of an animal. Animals which are like Malach. There's a relativism. This is an animal, this is an animal. But the Gashmi is the Kinevan, his Shadish has no relativism whatsoever. So, first of all, we don't perceive the Alakus, so therefore we're a Yesh. Second of all, we shall lay be'erach the chayis, which is making us be a yesh. Sha'alul, because in effect, yoideyo masak eza saga be'ilase, as some understanding of its cause, ubat, let's say, nullified at least a little bit, ayadeyadeyeva saga, through this knowledge, and through this understanding. In other words, when you are close to your source, and you understand your source, that creates a bit. Vegah, moreover, bimhus of atzmusam, in their essence, in hefesh god, lukokach, there's not that great a distinction. Between the cause and the effect, this is a ruchni and this is a ruchni. Top of kuflamid now. One is a cause and one is effect. One is a higher idea and one is a lower idea. But they're close to each other. So first of all, the effect is battled to the cause. And second of all, even as the effect is separate from the cause, it's close to the cause and you can see its relativism. It says, It's not in any way compared to the difference between the essence of a physical yesh, lemuhus, to the essence of the power and light which is flowing into it, to make it from an ayin into a yesh. Ayin does not mean nothing. Ayin means a non-thing, an existence of state and non-existence. Ayin and yesh are so far apart. So first of all, the yesh does not know its ayin. Second of all, there's no erech between the ayin and the yesh. And therefore, in our perception, the yesh is true. So I concede. Yes, I agree. If we knew what God knows, we'd see that we're not a yesh. But we're not talking about God's point of view. We're talking about our point of view. And from our point of view, through the Ishtashalas, we're Yesh. And we shall lay be'erach, our source. How does the Yeshes come about? The answer is, says in the Kuhn Ezeir, And therefore, since in our perception we're separate, and since the nature of our relationship with our source is that we shall lay be'erach, nikra Yesh me'ayin dafka. We are called Yesh me'ayin to exist in a way where we have a separateness from Hashem. As I told you a thousand times, the translation of the word me'ayin is not from nothing, but from where? It's a question. Yesh, I'm independent. And the proof of my own independence is me'ayin. Because if I am dependent, please show me on what? It's a question. From what? What, is, what am I dependent upon? Yesh, I am separate me'ayin. From what? The fact that you don't see my source is the proof that I'm independent. Of course, it's not we come from nothing. We come from the Ebishter. But the Abishta, which is the source of Ayeshis, is so far removed from us that it's called relative to us Ayin. So this is the principle. We exist in a way of Yeshis, not because we have no source, because our source is completely and our source is completely hidden um, from us. The first Yesh. The vessel, the ten kalim of the ten Svidas of the Briya. Let me tell you what this means. Oid in Tzaf is not Yesh. Oid in Tzaf is Alakus, Ayin. The Oid of Atzilus is not Yesh. Also Alakus. The Kalim of Atzilus are not Yesh. Also Alakus. But the Kalim of Atzilus have two parts. The Pnimiyas HaKalim and the Chetayas HaKalim. 
And the Pnimis HaKelem especially are alakus because of the principle, the first principle of the Kelem are Dovak and the Eir, and Dovak and Eir, and Dovak and Eir, they're always about Lari Ebishter. The Chiddush that we have is Chitzen Yis HaKelem. Chitzen Yis HaKelem, although it's alakus, is not Dovak so much. Eir is Mesachar, but Eir to create Yeshus. What is the beginning of Yeshus? What's the beginning of creations that are not alakus, but rather are Matthias Bifneyatsman? What's the first thing that God made that come from Ishtalshalus, and the nature of their existence is that even though they come from Hashem, they're separate from the Abish. So the answer is, the Kalim of the ten spheres of Briyatid Nasir. Now as you'll learn, there's three sets of Kalim. There's ten Kalim for Nefesh, there's ten Kalim for Ruach, ten Kalim of Neshama in each world. And all of the Kalim, even the Kalim of Neshama, are Yesh, they're separate from Malakus. Vegam Ha'oyrais, Nefesh, Ruach. And also the lights of Nefesh and Ruach. What about Neshama? He says, Kalim of Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama. And Eretz of Nefesh Ruach, what about the Oid of Neshama? And the answer is the Oid of Neshama is Alakus. V'nivru mubchidas ha-Neshama, the Yitzvidas de-Biyaha, the lights of Eid Nefesh Ruach, and the vessels of Kalim of Nefesh Ruach, u-Neshama, are Nivra, they're Yesh, and they come from the Eid ha-Neshama de-Biyaha, which is Alakus. Shuhu Alakus, which is godliness. V'hein, and this Eid ha-Neshama de-Biyaha, which is the source of the Eidahs of Nefesh Ruach and the Kalim of Naran, comes Halamit Kalim de Malchus Datilas is the thirty vessels of Malchus of Atilas, which is Nimshech and Biyah. I don't have time for long speeches. But you guys know that Eidin Tzaf is godliness. Everybody understands that. And of course, the simplest explanation for why Eidin Tzaf is godliness is because the principle of Eidin Mayin Amor, who the light is like this world. Eidin Tzaf is not Eidin Tzaf. Eidin Tzaf is limited. Eidin Tzaf is called Eid Chaya Yechida. Eid Hashem is limited, like the Nukat of the Shama to Aguf. But Eid Hashem, although it's not Emein Amoid, is still Dovok. It's not a perfect reflection of the source, it's attached to the source. And therefore, Eid Hashem and the Biyah is an unusual concept. It's godliness, it's Dovok and Alakus, it's limited. A Pitera, it says in my Mari Hasidus, that the Ishtashas of Tera in each one of the words is through Eid Hashem and the Biyah. So Eid Hashem and Briyatinasi is limited and it's godly. So the Rebbe says, Eid itself is an Atilas. Eid and Neshama comes into Bria and it creates the Yeshus in Bria, the vessels of Eid of Nefesh Ruach and the lights of Nefesh Ruach Neshama. This is the technical speed. Later on, Al-Tarebbe is going to go back to talk about the Eid and Neshama later on. But right here, you have a very, very big Kiddush. For something to be godly, it doesn't have to be infinite, it has to be connected. Eid and Neshama is godly. It's not infinite, it's a Neshama, it's limited. But because it's Dovak, it's Alakus, and from Eid and Neshama is created the Eidus of Nefesh Ruach, and the Kalim of Nefesh Ruach and Neshama, the Kalim of Neshama already, Nivra. The Eid and Neshama is Alakus. And through the Eid and Neshama, you have a Dveikus in Ein Tzav, and through this Dveikus, the Ebesh is able to create Yeshmeyah, in the beginning of Yeshmeyah, this Kalim. V'chein Ba'atzilus, moreover, even in Atzilus, although Atzilus is Eilam Ha'achtos, and Le'egir Charatz, Momot Alakus, you should know there is aspect in Atzilus with already Inyan of Yeshus. And what is that? That mechitenius hakelim from the periphery, from the outside of the vessels, miyutzvidas da atzilus, the ten spheres of atzilus in alakus, which is alakus, from the pnimius of atzilus, the pnimius hakelim of atzilus. I told you before, they're in a state of ivachayik meichad all the time. Chitzonius hakelim of atzilus are not vekas all the time. They're alakus only in as much as live behem me'ain liyesh. And from the chitzonius hakelim of atzilus, says the Alter Rebbe, nivru ha'echalos da atzilus happens the chambers of atzilus. Which is manifest the makav of the etzvirus is the source of the echalos, but the echalos are nivra in atzilus itself and not alakus. Again, 
because we have unusual time limitations. Ten sweetest to a world are like a brain and a heart to a person. Everybody understands that you're not your brain and your heart. Your brain and your heart sits at the center. Everything is centered there, but a brain and a heart by itself is useless. It's not a person, it's dead. Similarly, a world is not ten spheres. A world is a dynamic place. The dynamism of the world is the hecholos. Like, think about the earth. The base hamikdash is a tiny area compared to the whole circumference of the earth. And the base hamikdash is the whole brain and the whole heart. The ten spheres are on the base hamikdash. And from the windows of the base hamikdash, which were inverse, which were inside out, light shines from the base hamikdash to the whole world. So you should know, in Natsilos, there's Echolos, there's chambers. And in terms of Metiyas, in terms of volume, they take up most of the world of Atsilos. And the Echolos of Atsilos, in Natsilos, are no longer Dovak and Alakos. They're in Elam Ha'achtos, but they're not in the first Madregos, at the beginning of Yeshus. Not just in Bria, but in Atsilos itself. In Chetanus of Atsilos, you already have the beginning of Yeshus. Vegam, moreover, Gufes HaMalochem Datsilos. Even the malachim and atzilus. So you have two chedushim over here. That the atzilus is malachim. And second of all, the malachim and is a body. And the body of the malachim of atzilus, chain bechinus yesh, are in a category of yesh. Ukmeishikotav, it brings in the postic, ubalachav yosim tohalav, that Hashem criticizes his malachim. Because malachim, not all akus, they have metias, and they're able to make mistakes. She'ein bechinus bitel legamri, ka'ol legamri, they're not totally bottled at abish, like affected bottles of akus. So how many things do we say are yeshus? The kalim of. Naran of Biyah, the Eiris of Nefesh Ruach of Biyah, the Echolos of Atzilus, and the Gufes of Malachim in Atzilus itself. Now tomorrow, Shir Gimel, that Rebbe adds another Kvetch. That is, what about Nishomis and the Nishomis of Malachim? 